go. Five questions today. Uh, we got this going because right now we want players and coaches to get better. Uh, there's a lot of driveway drills going on. There's a lot of skill development going on, but no one's attacking some of these issues and things that people need to talk about that players really need to get better at or coaches really need to get better at. So we're going to address them in five questions today with Jarrett Culver. I got Matt King with me, who's a big part of Be Better, Be Different. But uh, Jarrett Culver, he was recently a first-round draft pick, actually got picked number six by the Phoenix Suns and traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's from Lubbock, Texas, went to Coronado High School. And what's really, really special, he went from a, a three-star recruit, dang near no stars, and going to Texas Tech, where he became the Big 12 Player of the Year, played in the Final Four in the National Championship game, and then again before getting drafted. So, uh, JC, we're excited to have you today, man, to tell your story, to help impact and influence some of these kids and coaches and people that can learn from your journey going through five questions with you. Appreciate it for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited to share my story. Okay, first question. You, you know us. We, we don't hold back at all. We just, we just dive right in. So uh, you played for a hard-nosed, demanding, challenging coach in Chris Beard, one of my favorite coaches in college basketball, but in Chris Beard, who held you highly, highly accountable. Tell us how that helped you, and then tell us how you handled it. Um, coach Beard, one of my favorite coaches that ever coached me, um, he held me highly accountable, as you said, and He's helped me in many ways. Uh, the most important thing to me was never take a day off and never have a bad day. So that's kind of what he stuck his shoulder on. And that's kind of what stuck with me throughout his whole coaching career with me. And I mean, our relationship grown, grown a lot from my freshman year to my sophomore year. And I mean, we had some days where he would just cuss me out and just go at me some days. Just be like, Jerry, what are you doing? You supposed to be this. You supposed to be that. And me, how I handled that, that only drove me to be better. Um, I'm, I'm a real coachable guy, and I like to be better. And I could tell Coach Beard had my best interests at heart. So at the end of the day, him coaching me hard was only to make me better. And we had hard conversations, and we laughed, and we loved every single bit of our journey. So having him hold me accountable, uh, it was the same thing with him. He always said, if he's having a bad day, I could do the same thing. Coach, why are you not – having the same energy today why are you not bringing it today so we never let each other have a day off and that that kind of brought a lot of success to what we had and that connection we had as a player coach so him holding me accountable that was big for me in my career and my success is not having a bad day no days off and just work coach Beard is one of the hardest workers and a funny story between me and coach Beard I don't know if he knows this but I used to work out a lot, and some nights when we'd have games or we had, we had like a little break between games, he would be at the gym late watching film, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I go to the gym like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning with one of my managers. And, you know, I'm trying to see if I could be there longer than him, see if I could work harder than him. So we always parked right beside each other because there's no other cars in the, in the parking lot. It's his car and my car. And, you know, some nights I walk out, his car's still there. I'm like, oh, he's still in the office. And then some nights I walk out, his car gone. So, I mean, he's one of the hardest workers, and that just shows how hard we really worked. And, you know, that's a, that's a story that I just showed how accountable we were of each other. I'm going to cheat a little bit. Is he as crazy as everyone says he is? Yeah, he's, he's absolutely crazy. He's insane. To, he's, just, he's just wired different. He's just wired different. It's hard to explain unless you're around him a lot, but he's like, he's wired different. 
I, th I think that's awesome that you share that because there's so many players and coaches out there right now, you know, trying to get better. But they're sometimes they're afraid to hold someone accountable. They're afraid to, you know, um, get on somebody and not let them have a bad day. And, and, and it's awesome to hear how much that made you better by you embracing it and you being really, really coachable. Um, jumping right into question number two. And, you know, throughout these questions, and obviously I've been lucky enough to work with you, you know, in the pre-draft process and uh, get to train you a little bit during the season as well. The one thing we always have, you know, with us, we're, we're always highly truthful, highly authentic. You know, we're going to be really, really honest with each other. Being honest here, being honest with players and coaches out there, what is the biggest obstacle or battle you've had to overcome as a person or a player in life? What's something you really, really had to battle and overcome? One of the biggest things I had to overcome and like adversity, I would say, is just, you know, the for me, it's always been like kind of a fear of not making it. Um, I've always been like, I got to work hard so that doesn't happen. I got to do certain things so that doesn't happen. It So that doesn't happen. And for me, um, it's a lot of like, like you said, like I wasn't ranked. I wasn't highly recruited this and now from Lubbock uh, a lot of coaches not coming to Lubbock to recruit so I'm just like I gotta do a way I gotta do whatever I can to make it so that was kind of like adversity still having confidence in myself and believing in everything God's given me so I just put in the work and you know try to stay confident through it all to just keep working to get where I want to be and where I know I should be so that's kind of the things I had to overcome just my mindset and, you know, the circumstances and the situation environment I was in, I had to overcome that. Yeah, man, what a great, what a great answer to that. And, I, you know, one of the things that I would say about you is, uh, you know, you are, you are a guy that it, it screams the word consistency. And I appreciate that about you. But I think one of the things is you mentioned it, you were unheralded. You were a, you were a, uh, a guy that not a lot of guys were necessarily looking at coming out of high school. And then you end up Big 12 Player of the Year and the number six pick. How in the world does that happen, man? Um, that, that, that's just like God, like just the faith I put in God. And it's his journey for me. And then that's like one of the biggest reasons. And the other reason is just work. That's, that's all I can ever think of is just work. All my life, I've been the underdog. I, I kind of got used to that spot, and I started, to, I started to like that position, being the underdog, unranked guy, and, you know, everybody doubting. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just work. It's just consistent work. And, you know, when I, I think back to when I go to AAU and I didn't have any scholarships or anything like that, and I first got on the EYBO circuit, I'm playing against a lot of ranked guys. And, you know, and all I could think of, I got faith in my in my shot. I got faith in my abilities because I put in work. And, you know, in the back of my head, I'm just like, I'm going to do what I do because I'll work you. And that's just like kind of my mindset. I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to outwork you. Like, you can't outwork me. You might work just as hard, but you're not going to outwork me. And that, that's been my mindset my whole career. And it had, it had to be because it's a lot of people more talented, who's taller, who just has things naturally that, that I never had. So I just had to work harder and you know, get to where I want to get. And that's all I could think of, just hard work. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, if you're 17 or 37 and you're listening to this right now, you can benefit from what Jarrett Colbert just said. What an unbelievable uh, lesson for us as leaders uh, as we try to become the best that we can possibly be. We talked about Coach Beard and uh, how, how special he was and your relationship with him. I read this quote. Uh, he said this about you. He said, he always wants to get better. He's that fine balance between confident and killer. 
but he's always the nicest guy in the world. He's going to kill you in one-on-one at 1030 on Saturday. Then he's going to help you get to church at 1150. (laughs) And this is what your coach said about you. And I think you can find out a lot about people by what their coaches say about you. He said, he, he's special. How do you balance being a killer on the floor and being a good guy off of it? Yeah, um, that just comes from my competitiveness. I, I grew up with two other brothers, and, you know, we get in fights. We, we play hard, and I've always been the type, like, playing one-on-one with my brothers or literally the game or anything. We're not leaving until I win. Like, you can beat me 100 times, but until I win, then we can be done. But, like, we used to get in fights over there. I'm like, go inside. Mom, Dad, he won't play me again. Like, I lost. He won't play me again. He don't want to play. No, he has to. I got to win. And it just, like, drove me how competitive I was. And, you know, I just wanted to be a winner so bad. And that's just kind of stuck with me my whole life. So, and then outside the court, I just think it's a, it's a humble thing just knowing your talents and your abilities. You There's nothing that you could do without God. And that's kind of where my mindset has been my whole life, growing up in the church and my faith. Uh, I know I wouldn't be in a position I'm in without God. So that, that kind of humbles you. And it's a humble side to me that I have off the court. But to be able to compete with the best of the best and get to where I'm at and, you know, try to work hard and had a journey I have, you have to, you have to work hard and be one of the most competitive guys that you can be, but also be humble, like God said in his work. So a balance between those two. And I know Coach Beard said I'm a nice guy. and He kind of used that one practice. He uses like, oh, Jerry, he's not awake today. He's a nice guy. We got a nice guy, Jerry, today. And that practice, that practice was probably one of the best practices I had. Because after he said that, I was just like, I was mean the whole practice. Like, not even talking to him, going at everybody is. It's like, he, he kind of pushed me to be a better person, more competitive. And, you know, we had that relationship where he could say that. And, no, I'm not going to get mad and use that to my abilities on the court. I think that says a lot about you, too. Not only that uh, he, you know, he has a relationship to say that but that you have the maturity and confidence to take that too and, and realize that and value that and get better because of it. So, man, this has been awesome. Question number five, my favorite one, because we ask every single person the same question. There's a lot of different answers, a lot of different definitions. But, uh, you know, just like I've told you throughout pre-draft and, and getting to work with you this past year, uh, when you're better, you have an advantage. When you're different, you have an advantage. But, but if you have both, you're elite. And, you know, if you want to catch someone, you got to be either better or different. If you're both, you're elite. So what does it mean to be better and be different to you? Yeah, um, you could take that phrase, be better, be different in a lot of different directions. But for me personally, how, how it's helped me out in my career, my life. And when I first heard about it, it touched me just because it's kind of a race between you and yourself. Uh, you could be good one day. And the next day, you can just sleep all day, be lazy. And that's not different. That's not better either. So for me, it's just been – it's a personal race between yourself, trying to be better each and every day, trying to be the best version of yourself, be better than you were, than what you were yesterday, be better than who you're going to be tomorrow. So just working harder to be better, uh, that, that's, that's what it is for me. And to be different is kind of what we talked about earlier, that consistency. Uh, a lot of people do things, you know, New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it, it sticks for like a month or two. But to be different is consistent. You consistently work hard. You consistently be great, be, be who you are. So that kind of that, that's kind of what it is to me.
I'm going to steal that. We, we've spent a lot of time together, but I'm going to steal that from you because uh, being up at 1 a.m. shooting, trying to see if your coach will go home, that is definitely different. And then uh, the race between you and yourself, that's definitely better. That's really, really cool. And so any of these players or coaching, anyone listening, you know, if you're interested in joining us or learning more about being better and being different, visit our website, bebetterbedifferent.com, and click join now at the top right. But, man, Jared, this, uh, you have an amazing story. I know this is going to impact and influence a bunch of people. I know Coach King, you know, has yeah. loved being part of this. Yeah, man, I, I'll just tell you, I, I, I'm proud to, proud to have a chance to chat with you, but also I'm proud to be on this journey with you because I'm going to tell you, a lot of times we work with great players, players that are elite players, um, but we don't get a chance uh, all the time to deal with elite people. And you're an elite person, man. You got a chance to be good at anything you do because you're a leader. And uh, the sky's the limit for you, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks again, JC. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate y'all.